Welcome to episode 104 of Morning Kickoff, a weekly Vikings football podcast where we cover all news football. I'm your host, Matt Witt, and today we are live on YouTube.com slash Matt Witt, as well as Twitch.tv slash The Matt Witt. You come check us out every Monday and Thursday morning or listen to all the pre-recorded podcasts wherever you get your podcast. The NFL preseason is here. This Friday, the Minnesota Vikings play the Denver Broncos at home for a home opener after a full season of not having Minnesota Vikings fan, this is going to be electric. And I'm talking about 10 players. I've narrowed it down to 10 players who I'm most excited to see for this NFL preseason. And I hope you guys are just as excited as me because I get hump, I get a little too hyped for preseason when considering that it doesn't hold as much value, but I love to see players who you don't usually get to see. I hope you all enjoy. Do you enjoy listening to this podcast? If you don't, that's totally fine. But if you do and would like to help out, there will be a link in the description that will bring you to my merch store. At this store, we sell t-shirts, sweatshirts, and mugs, and all of the profit earned will go towards the production of this podcast. Thank you all, and enjoy the show. The NFL offseason is finally over. We are entering this NFL preseason as a completely different roster than we had at the end of last year. Last year, the Vikings suffered with injuries, both offense and defense, that threw the season apart. Even without those injuries, the Vikings lacked experience on the secondary, offensive line, and really everywhere, and no fans as well. It just wasn't the same. This NFL preseason, I am super excited to see what these players can do with both our draft picks that we had this offseason and other draft picks in the past that are going to make a splash this preseason, and I believe can really impact the Vikings season as a whole. We focus mostly on backup players because we're not going to talk about Kirk Cousins as he's not going to see very many snaps. Obviously, Dalvin Cook won't be playing. Uh, Daniel Hunter won't be playing. I, they would be dumb to even risk playing Dalvin Cook and Daniel Hunter. But we're going to focus specifically on backup players for this list. And I've narrowed it down to 10 players, which is very rough because I'm excited to watch just about every Viking that's going to play for this NFL preseason this Saturday against the Denver Broncos and then against the Colts and against the Kansas City Chiefs as well. Starting it off with one of the most loved Minnesota Vikings in Hercules Mata'afa, 26-year-old backup defensive end and backup defensive tackle for the Minnesota Vikings, 2018 undrafted free agent from Washington State. Played 13 games in 2020 where he racked up 24 total tackles, two and a half sacks, a pass deflection, and a fumble return. Hercules Mata'afa is that player that every NFL preseason shines. He's one of those players that shows how great of a player he can be but in the NFL season doesn't play as many snaps doesn't get the doesn't get the opportunity that he should be given to play as a backup as someone on the active roster he started every year so far on the NFL practice squad on the Minnesota Vikings practice squad and this is finally his time where he can earn that active roster spot playing all 17 games in 2021 Hercules Mata'afa it's going to be tough for him to earn his spot as he is going to have to outbeat a lot of big name players. I mean, Jalen Holmes was a starter last year. He's going to have to take his position. Jordan Brailford, Kenny Wilkes, Deontay Johnson, Jordan Scott. There are multiple players that Hercules Mata'afa is going to have to beat to earn his spot on the active roster. However, I believe he will be able to do it and he will be that Vikings guy who can really add depth to your roster being the sixth best defensive end or the sixth on the board of defensive ends and then sixth on the board of defensive tackles as well. Hercules Mata'afa can be that guy that you can rotate in to your active or to your starting lineup 
or say your defensive lineup, sorry, on third down where he can add that pass rush that the Minnesota Vikings really need, especially on the interior side of the line. As I don't believe he will have the most sacks out of any defensive end or defensive lineman, as I believe DJ Wanham and uh, possibly Patrick Jones, our third round draft pick, will have more sacks than him. But Hercules Mata'afa, I do believe he will make a splash this NFL preseason. And just like every year, I am super excited to see what he can do. If he does not make the active roster this year, he's gone. He's going to another team and he's going to be on the active roster there. This is going to be the final year we're going to see Hercules Mata'afa unless if he makes the active roster. At number nine, we have another undrafted player, 2021 undrafted free agent Blake Prowell, 22 years old, undrafted free agent from East Carolina. Blake Prowell, if there is one player on this Vikings undrafted class that can be the next Adam Thielen, where they can go from an undrafted free agent onto a starter, onto the best wide receiver on that you have on your team. Blake Prohl is that guy. He has a huge upside with his athleticism. Runs a 4-4-7-40, a 36-inch vertical, 126-inch broad jump, and is can honestly, in a couple years, we might see him being our third best wide receiver. He is exactly what the Minnesota Vikings need, and I'm super excited to see what he can do on this Vikings offense this NFL preseason. As we saw BC Johnson's injury, Justin Jefferson just pulled another, another muscle. We saw uh bb gets injured every year if blake Prowell can step up now i don't believe he's going to be on the active roster as he is an undrafted player i would expect that he would be on the practice squad if we do see injuries it's nice to know that blake, blake Prowell is the player who can step up into that position and i'm super excited to see what he can do this nfl preseason next up we have a player who we had to put on this list and that is jake browning jake browning is a 2019 undrafted free agent from washington and He's that player who we're going to see a lot of snaps, but I wouldn't expect a whole lot from. Now, Jake Browning has played the most in uh, NFL Minnesota Vikings training camp as the other quarterbacks were out with COVID. We saw a lot of Jake Browning in training camp and in team OTAs. So we're going to see a lot of him in the preseason. Can we expect a whole lot? Now, even if he is a backup quarterback, he's a backup quarterback at best, as I do believe Kellen Mond and Kirk Cousins are both starters and Kellen Mond can become a starter in the future but I'm super excited to see what he can do as a Vikings quarterback who's going to be starting and playing the most snaps for the Minnesota Vikings this NFL preseason next up we have a player who nobody is talking about and that is Cameron Smith 24 year old outside linebacker drafted in 2019 out of the fifth round out of USC Cameron Smith missed the 2020 season with an injury but he can be that dark horse player dark horse candidate who can really shine and turn into Take the starting position as an outside linebacker in 2022. Right now, the Minnesota Vikings just lost Eric Wilson. There is a opening at the third linebacker position. There is a lot of linebackers playing for that spot. Cameron Smith is one of those players. However, when you look at our other two linebackers, Eric Hendricks, stud, he's going to be here for a long time. Anthony Barr, however, our strong side linebacker, this might be his last year with the Minnesota Vikings. If Cameron Smith makes as much of a splash as I believe he will, and I'm super excited to see what he can do, he can make a case for himself as a starting outside linebacker in 2022. Cameron Smith is a player who I'm very excited to see, an outside linebacker who nobody's talking about, but I am excited to see. He's going to have to outbeat, just like Hercules Mata'afa, he's going to have to outbeat multiple linebackers. Blake Lynch, Ryan Connolly, Christian Ellis, Troy Dye, uh, Chaz Surratt, Vikings just drafted out of the third round. There's a lot of linebackers who are playing for that spot that Nick Vigil and Anthony Barr are in, but 
Cameron Smith, I believe, can take that spot. Next up, we have Kellen Mond. Kellen Mond, quarterback drafted in the third round out of this year's draft, 22-year-old quarterback out of Texas A&M. Kellen Mond, we are super excited to have with the Minnesota Vikings. Will we see a lot of him in preseason? I don't believe we will, as he did just miss basically all of uh, training camp with COVID. And now coming into this preseason, we will likely see some of Kellen Mond, but I wouldn't expect it to be as much as we'll see from uh, Jake Browning and Nate Stanley as they did play more in NFL training camp. Kellen Mond should be the quarterback too for the NFL for the Minnesota Vikings this upcoming season and should play for Kirk Cousins role as he has a huge upside and high potential that I am excited to see with the Minnesota Vikings. This is a perfect spot to have Kellen Mond on this Minnesota Vikings team as a backup quarterback. I'm excited to see what he can do both with his arms and with his legs this NFL preseason. Next up, we have Ole Uda. Ole Uda is an offensive tackle drafted by the Minnesota Vikings in the 2019 out of the sixth round out of Elon University. Ole Uda, I said he was a backup or an offensive tackle, but now they have moved him to offensive guard. As the Vikings desperately need offensive guards, they look to their six foot five. 200 no 323 pound offensive tackle has moved to left guard and is going to play there will he start at left guard or right guard somewhere one of the guards will he start there i hope not as i do really i really do hope it's going to be ezra cleveland and wyatt davis but if wyatt davis does have an injury that doesn't work out i am glad i'm hopeful that it will not be dakota dozier and drew samia once more I would like to see Ole Uda move to that position if he does look good. This is all what ifs because Ole Uda has played at offensive tackles entire career so far. So seeing him at offensive guard will be a big change, but I'm very excited to see how he can play at the guard position as that is where he his primary role is now is no longer as a backup right tackle, but as a backup or potential starter as an offensive guard. Next up, we have a player who I believe will be make the most impact this NFL preseason, and that will be Kene Nwanu, 23-year-old running back drafted out of the fourth round out of this year's draft out of Iowa State. Iowa State running back Kene Nwanu will be the Minnesota Vikings player that will make the biggest splash. He will be the Vikings MVP for the NFL preseason. I have him fourth on this list because he's not going to make as much of an impact to the Vikings regular season as of course we have Dalvin Cook and Alexander Medicine, who we will likely not see during this NFL preseason as you don't want to risk those two players getting injury injured because... Both Alexander Madison and Delvin Cook has suffered with injury an injury every year they've played in the NFL so far. So Kane and Wanu really as a running back three has a big role to fill, but he is very athletic, very athletic. He runs a 4-3-2-40, which finishes in the 98th percentile of his draft class, a 30-inch vertical finishing in the 86th percentile, a 123 broad jump finishing in the 88th percentile very athletic running back and him being a running back three for the minnesota vikings will make a big splash in the minnesota vikings preseason and will in the nfl vikings season if we do see injuries with dalvin cook and alexander madison once more third on this list we have a player that i am super excited to see and that is kj osborne 24 year old wide receiver drafted out of 2020 draft class in the fifth round out of miami KJ Osborne, looking back on last year's draft class, I said was the worst draft pick because he held nothing for the Vikings last year. In fact, all he did was set the Vikings back on the special teams return game. Vikings have used him mostly as a wide receiver, slot wide receiver, outside wide receiver in training camp, and I would expect to see that in the NFL preseason. And I'm super excited for him to prove me wrong. 
and for him to be an excellent wide receiver because he didn't play very many snaps on the Vikings offense last year as his primary role was as a special teams returner, which now the Vikings are going for a whole new special teams right now. So I wouldn't expect him to be our starting returner. But with that being said, I'm excited to see what he can do as a wide receiver, because like I said already, we desperately need wide receivers right now with our two starting wide receivers being excellent and the wide receivers outside of that being just okay. And then BC Johnson suffering with the injury, BB getting injured every year. KJ Osborne stepping up can be huge. Blake Prowell being that undrafted player that can step up will also be huge for the Vikings. But KJ Osborne runs a 4-4-8-40, a 37 and a half inch vertical, 123 broad jump and 18 reps on the bench. So he is very big and athletic and can really be that wide receiver three potential slot wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings. And I'm excited to see what he can do this NFL preseason. And then we have Christian Derrissaw. The 22-year-old first-round draft pick for the Minnesota Vikings out of Virginia Tech offensive tackle played 10 games last year, 669 snaps with Virginia Tech, allowing zero sacks, zero, zero hits, and a 95.6 PFF grade. On book, he should be an excellent left tackle for the Minnesota Vikings. First, he has to prove it. And that's why I'm very excited and very eager to see what he can do as a left tackle for the Minnesota Vikings. Now, he has had an injury so far. So I would expect that the Vikings might, we might play Rashad Hill a little bit more than Christian Derrissaw. Him being a first round draft pick, many people are assuming that he's going to be the starting left tackle. He first much must prove himself so that he can be that starting left tackle for the Vikings. Rashad Hill is an okay starting left tackle. If Christian Derrissaw doesn't work, we have Rashad Hill on our team. Brian O'Neill, of course, he's going to, he could play left tackle as well. But Christian Derrissaw, if he can prove himself on book, he should be an excellent left tackle in the NFL. And I'm really hopeful that he can prove that this NFL preseason. So, so a second on this list for players I'm most excited to watch on the NFL preseason, with the only player above him being another offensive line draft pick, and that is Wyatt Davis. 22-year-old offensive lineman, offensive guard, drafted in the third round of this year's draft out of Ohio State should, and I'm super excited to see what he can do, but I'm just as much excited as I am worried. Because Minnesota Vikings, we really need an offensive guard to step up. If that is not Ole Uda, which we are asking for a lot from Ole Uda, if he can't step up, we need Wyatt Davis too. Or... Uh, vice versa. We need one of these guards to step up because Vikings, we cannot see Dakota Dozier start another game. We can't see Drew Samia start anymore. We need uh, Ezra Cleveland, especially I didn't put him on this list, but Ezra Cleveland, we're expecting that he's going to look at least okay, which he looked okay as offensive guard last year. We want him to play left guard. We need Ole Uda or Wyatt Davis to step up as a starting right guard. And that's why I have Wyatt Davis first on this list because he has the huge upside and a big potential on being that starting right guard for the Minnesota Vikings. Six foot three guard, 315 pounds, scored an 82.4 PFF grade in 2020. He should be our starting right guard, and we really need Wyatt Davis to step up as that player. He might be my favorite, my favorite draft pick from this last draft class because he can start week one. You drafted an offensive guard in the third round that has the potential of starting week one but he needs to show that in the NFL preseason. And that's why I'm very excited to see what he can do because taking a look at it, say all these players do look good. Vikings are Vikings have to make a Super Bowl. If you have Christian Derrissaw and Wyatt Davis on your offensive line who look excellent in preseason and do their job in the active in the uh regular season and then you have KJ Osborne as another 
fourth wide receiver or even third wide receiver three if he does win the job over Chad Beebe. And then you have Kane and Wanu. You have multiple players on offense who can really make a difference. Minnesota Vikings need these players to step up. And I'm looking specifically at the top three, KJ Osborne, Christian Derrissaw, and Wyatt Davis, who I'm very eager to see this NFL preseason because if they can show their potential, if they can show what we're asking of them, I am super excited for this NFL season because that offensive line, just not having Dozier starting and having just solid starters on the offensive line will be big for the Minnesota Vikings. And I'm super excited to see what these players can do the NFL preseason. So with that being said, that's my top 10 list. And now I had to narrow it down to top 10 because there's multiple players I wanted to put on this list that I couldn't. But these are top 10 players who I am most excited to watch this NFL preseason. And just let me know what you guys' list is. Who am I missing on this list? Who would you have on it? And what would your top 10 be? And we are back. The Minnesota Vikings are finally returning at home with fans. It has been a long time. The Minnesota Vikings are hosting the Denver Broncos at home, 3 p.m. Central Time this Saturday, and they're playing the Denver Broncos. Now, this is the first time the Vikings are having fans at home since week 17 of 2019. Week 17 of 2019. The Vikings were hosting the, the Chicago Bears, and our starters were Sean Mannion, Mike Boone, and Alexander Hollins all three of which are no longer with the Minnesota Vikings team. It has been a long time since the Vikings have played a home game with fans. Now, the reason why they were starting those three players were because they were keeping their players healthy for the NFL or NFL postseason where they already um, were guaranteed a wild card spot. And the Vikings, even with our backups, we only lost 21 to 19. That's a three point loss against an almost healthy Chicago Bears team that was giving it their all. You will learn two things from that. Vikings have drafted very well, and our backups are great. And we have one of the best home field advantages in the NFL. Last year, the Vikings were 3-5 and five at home. With the three wins being against the Carolina Panthers, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and Detroit Lions. Three of the worst teams in the NFL are the three teams the Vikings beat at home. And that's because we did not have fans. So this it completely changes everything. And this is going to be an electric stadium after not having fans for a long time. And I'm very excited to see what the Minnesota Vikings can do in preseason. So starting it off, we're going to take a look when uh, previewing this game. We're going to take a look at the injury report, which the Vikings have a very long list of injuries already. And the season hasn't even started. Starting it off with BC Johnson, wide receiver is now on IR with a torn ACL. He will likely miss the entire season, which is why this is going to be the last time we will probably be mentioning this uh, injury as he will likely be out this entire season, which you hate to see it. Jalen Twyman, another player who is out, uh, sixth round draft pick, Minnesota Vikings defensive tackle is also out after being shot and will likely be out this entire season as well. Outside of that, we have Christian Derrissaw, left tackle is questionable with a groin injury. This is a player who I've been very excited to watch in the NFL preseason and I've been hoping can earn that starting role as a left tackle. He is questionable and will likely play minimal snaps this Saturday. Next, we have we have Blake Prohl, who is out with a leg injury, now questionable with a leg injury, but he will likely be out and possibly the entire season. From how bad it's looking on this injury, he is, will likely be placed on IR, which is another player I was excited to see that now is going to be placed on IR and is not. Blake Prohl, I said on this team or on this podcast, I said that if there was one player from this Vikings undrafted class who can go from an undrafted player into a starter, I said the next Adam Thielen, it is Blake Prohl. 
he has a very high upside with his, his athleticism and hands and his mental uh, his mental state. I mean, he's a very competitive guy. And with that being said, after this injury, Vikings will possibly cut him or move him to IR and we'll see him play sometime in the foreseeable future, assuming that this is as bad as people are saying. D.D. Westbrook, ACL injury, Vikings took from free agency uh, from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Vikings signed D.D. Westbrook as a wide receiver to likely be that wide receiver for rotational guy that the Vikings can use is questionable with an ACL injury. Justin Jefferson, questionable with a, sol- a shoulder injury where it's not as serious as it sounds. Now, Justin Jefferson is a core starter on this Vikings team and one of the best players on offense. He will likely be back for week one for the Minnesota Vikings, which is when we're going to need him the most. Cole Cabral, center, uh, unknown injury, questionable. Chaz Surratt, uh, Vikings drafted in the third round, unknown injury, uh, questionable as well. And then Mike, uh, Michael Pierce, calf injury, is also questionable to play this Saturday. Now, Michael Pierce, another player we weren't expecting to see a whole lot of anyways. When taking a look at the Minnesota Vikings, one thing you really need to keep your eyes on is the quarterback position. Now, obviously, Kirk Cousins has the position locked down, which is why we're not going to see much or maybe not anything of Kirk Cousins week one preseason game. But who really is going to take up a lot of the snaps that I would expect would be Jake Browning. Now, the Vikings did not see a whole lot of Kellen Mond because he was with um, he did have COVID and he was only at training camp, I believe, one of the days. And that was Thursday. So I wouldn't expect to see much of Kellen Mond and then Nate Stanley. We haven't heard really any news about Nate Stanley, except he also had to quarantine because he was not vaccinated. And same thing with Kirk Cousins. So I would expect to see a lot of Jake Browning. Now, he's an undrafted quarterback from Washington State, and I've heard good things about him. But from what I've seen as a fan, he's a backup quarterback at best. So I would expect him to see about 70% of the snaps on offense. And uh, Kellen Mond, Kurt, Nate Stanley, and Kirk Cousins not seeing very many snaps. Now, Kirk Cousins because he you don't want to risk him getting injured. When taking a look at the wide receiver room, however, this is going to be interesting. Because the Vikings wide receivers are outside wide receivers locked down. We have one of the best wide receivers duos in the NFL. Outside of that, there is so much competition at the wide receiver position as we don't want to have more than six wide receivers on our depth chart. All of these players are playing for that wide receiver three role. With BC Johnson now being injured, it's up for grabs. Chad Beebe played last year. He didn't, he could have done better. He's, or, or sorry, Chad Beebe did great, but we could do better as a Minnesota Vikings offense at the slot wide receiver position, which is why KJ Osborne is that next man up. KJ Osborne, Amir Smith-Marset, Chad Beebe, Dan Chesina, D.D. Westbrook, Wap Fillier. Now, he's probably going to make the practice, practice squad. But anyways, all of these players are splitting snaps on offense to try to play for that wide receiver three and wide receiver four role. Two players to really look out for who are going to hog up a lot of the snaps are going to be KJ Osborne and Amir Smith-Marset. Not only on offense with the Vikings, but also on special teams. And when you're taking a look at the Vikings special teams, there is also a lot to watch for, which is I am very excited because Vikings are going an entire different route on special teams as these last two years have been some of the worst years when it comes to the return game and kicking game. Vikings are going a complete different route. You have Greg Joseph, a veteran, and then Riley Patterson, uh, undrafted player who the Vikings are both competing with each other to try to win that roster spot as the Vikings kicker. And then on the punt and kick return game, you have KJ Osborne, DD Westbrook, Amir Smith Marset, or KJ Osborne and DD Westbrook at the punt return, and then Amir Smith Marset and Kane and Wanu and uh, KJ Osborne as a kick returner. So this is going to be very interesting to see all play out as 
There's a lot of competition at special teams and the wide receiver position. And when taking a look at the offense as a whole, there is a lot of competition on the offensive line as well. And then now when you're taking a look at the offensive line, I think it's going to look pretty similar to how our starting offensive line week one is going to look. Where you're going to have Ezra Cleveland at left guard, Garrett Bradbury at center, and expected to be Rashad Hill, left tackle, and right guard. Now it's going to be interesting. We have seen Rashad Hill with Vikings for a long time now, and um, he's done an excellent job as a backup left tackle. And now we drafted Christian Derrissa. So it's going to be between Rashad Hill and Christian Derrissa to win that left tackle position. And on right guard, we're seeing a complete mix-up. Um, as they moved Ezra Cleveland to left guard, we have multiple players playing for that right guard position, where it is Wyatt Davis, rookie drafted in the third round out of Ohio State. You have Ole Uda, who the Vikings moved to right guard, uh, moved from right tackle to right guard. And then you also have Dakota Dozier, who we don't want it to be Dakota Dozier. It can be Ole Uda, I'm fine with that. It can be Wyatt Davis, I'm fine with that. Nobody wants to see Dakota Dozier again. I don't know why the Vikings even decided to bring him back. Or Drew Samia, two players who started with the Vikings team last year who are still on the roster. And the Vikings, they could have chose to not bring Dakota Dozier back, and they chose to bring him back. Chemistry on the offensive line is very important, which is why I would... I expect to see a pretty similar offensive line to what our starting offensive line week one is going to look like. But with that being said, Bringing back Dakota Dozier, okay as a backup, um, as he can be an okay backup. He is a veteran player, so you can't have him. Just do not start Dakota Dozier. That's all I care about. Same goes for Drew Samia, who both had horrific seasons last year and led to the Vikings' downfall last year. And now when you're taking a look at the rest of the Vikings team, on defense, it's pretty expected who's going to be our starters on defense and who's going to be our backups on defense outside of the defensive end position. Now, like I said already, you don't want to play uh, Daniel Hunter at all. I mean, with his injury concerns, I don't want to see a single snap from Daniel Hunter. I am very excited for him to come back with the Minnesota Vikings. And just seeing him on the sideline in Vikings uniform, that's enough for me. Because I haven't seen that in a long time, as the Vikings were dead last in pass rush last year. Taking a look at the Vikings defensive ends, however, we're going to see a lot of Steven Weatherly, DJ Wanham, Hercules Mataafa, Jordan Brailford, Jalen Holmes, Patrick Jones, Kenny Willekes, and Janarius Robinson. I don't believe I missed anyone there. If I did, let me know, because there's a lot of Vikings defensive ends, as this is a competitive position. Daniel Hunter has the left defensive end role locked down. Outside of that, everybody wants to be that next man up to take his, to be the defensive end alongside him. As Everson Griffin is gone, Vikings are bringing back Stephen Weatherly, who will likely start this upcoming season. And then we have DJ Wanham. DJ Wanham was actually our best defensive end last year. We'll take away Yannick Ngakwe. He doesn't count. Take away Yannick Ngakwe. DJ Wanham was our best defensive end last year. Our worst defensive end is still on this list, and that is Jalen Holmes, who we don't want to see much of him. And then you have Hercules Mataafa, undrafted player. Jordan Brailford, who the Vikings got from free agency. Um, Kenny Willekes, a uh, player Vikings drafted in the seventh round out of Michigan State. Janarius Robinson and Patrick Jones, two draft picks. Uh, rookies from the Minnesota Vikings in the third and fourth round this year. So a very deep defensive end class. And I'm I'm worried about our Vikings offensive line. I have no doubt, the, no doubt that the Vikings defensive line is going to look great. And that is because we have a history of excellent defensive line coaches with, of course, Andre Patterson being the most obvious. But Vikings are great at developing defensive lines. And one of, if you take a look at this list right here, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening to the podcast, I just read the list. But if you're watching on YouTube, what defensive end do you believe out of this list is going to build up into that role, into being a star? Because knowing our Vikings defensive lines coach, 
our Vikings defensive coaches, coaching staff in general, one of these players is going to really shine. And Jordan Brailford does have a huge upside. Hercules Mata'afa has showed it. DJ Wanham has showed it. And then Patrick Jones and Janarius Robinson and Kelly Kenny Willikus, we've seen little to nothing from so far, who can also rise up into that spot. As long as you don't say Jalen Holmes, your your answer is pretty acceptable to be, well, or Stephen Weatherly. I mean, Weatherly has hit his ceiling in the NFL as well, so he doesn't have much to go up uh, from here. So taking a look at that, though, the Vikings defensive line, it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. So that's really what to watch for at the different positions as uh, we expect who's going to be our starting corners and who's going to be our starting um, uh, running backs and all of that. We kind of have a good feel out of those positions. Now we're going to take a look at the stat leaders, which we do in a, a lot of our podcast episodes when we're previewing as we make predictions for this uh, upcoming game. Now, obviously, Vikings winning or losing is really not the goal here. Uh, the goal for the Vikings is obviously to win. I mean, you have to put that there, but really the goal for the Vikings is to s try to see what these players can do to try to hope and to give them an opportunity to prove themselves. That's really what we're watching for when we're watching preseason games. So if we're taking a look at my predictions, I believe Jake Browning will be the Vikings passing yard leader as he will see the most snaps with a 68 completion percentage, 200 passing yards, a touchdown and an interception. So not great stats for Jake Browning, but 68 completion percentage will likely be from a lot of those two tight end sets that the Vikings love to run and then check down passes as well. Ersmith Jr. will be the Vikings receiving yard leader as uh, the wide receiver position are going to be rotating out a lot and Vikings are going to utilize Ersmith Jr. a lot this season, which is why I believe in the first half of this game, we're going to see a lot of Ersmith Jr. with seven receptions, 97 receiving yards and a touchdown. Kene and Wano Vikings rookie drafted out of the fourth round, I believe it was. I believe will be the Vikings running back, uh, rushing yard leader with 18 carries, 93 rushing yards, and two touchdowns. KJ Osborne, I believe, will be the Vikings returning leader with four returns, seeing 77 return yards. And DJ Wanham will be the Vikings sack leader with one and a half sacks. Vikings will win this game 30 to 23 with the first home game. Minnesota Vikings won. Uh, at home with fans since what was it in 20 in 2019 because it wasn't the last two games because I know the Vikings lost two divisional games in the final two games so I don't know when the last time Vikings have won with fans but it's been some time and I'm very excited to see what the Vikings can do at home against the Denver Broncos especially a player who I've focused on a lot and I've said a lot about Kane Iduano I believe with his upside He's going to make the biggest splash out of any NFL player this Vikings preseason. That's going to wrap up episode 104 of Morning Kickoff. I hope you all did enjoy listening to this episode. If you did, be sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast for more Minnesota Vikings football-related content. Thank you all for tuning into this episode of Morning Kickoff. Have a great day.